Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Sport talk from your favorite sports family. Shout out to the fam. TheWhoThatDaily.com. That's right. The Who That Daily. The wrong stuff popping up in here, but it's all good. Shout out to the fam. What's up, man? Appreciate y'all uh, joining us for, for this episode of the Sports Coma. Man, we up in this thing. We got a special guest to preview the Baltimore Ravens, New Orleans Saints Monday night matchup. It's going down, baby, in the dome. Ravens doing pretty good. We got a very smart brother uh, in this thing, Mr. Engraving uh, Vids, and he's up in this thing to discuss it and break it down. Welcome to the stream, my brother. I, I appreciate you. I like that. Uh, I like that intro, man. Uh, where it said, oh, "Thank God, I'm not a Falcon." Then it said, "If what we said, if it's if it's some if some spell fishy, then it's probably Roger Goodell. It's probably Roger Goodell and them damn referees. I pr- I promise you that much, my brother. We we feel that to to the third degree down here. But yeah, oh, man, I, I love it, man. But yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Yeah, bro. Let's get into some of it, man. Talking about. Uh, what's happening with them, their Baltimore Ravens, man. Mm-hmm. We looking at uh, this matchup here and the statistics on it, bro, going at it. 
that offense, man, while it's 26 a game and giving up almost 23 points, our, our stuff is 25 almost. We rounded off 25 and 25. Total yards offensively, 370 uh, by the Ravens, full 6.4 by the Saints. Passing attack through there, 204.4 versus 265.1 by the Saints. The Ravens rushing. 165.6 a contest versus 141.3. We're looking at it, and I'm thinking about it when I'm looking at the Baltimore Ravens. And I'm saying, what drives this team? Quite obviously, you look at the eye test. We know it's, it's, it's none other than Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the, he, 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 he's the straw that stirs that drink. He's the top rushing back there. And I know you guys are having some running back issues with him and i'm saying if there's going to be any type of success slowing down him is the thing and i'm thinking in my head you can't stop him but slowing him down and not allowing him to leak out and create plays with his feet outside the pocket which is going to be really difficult to do but the saints are going to have to be up for the challenge to slow down lamar jackson talk to me from your perspective about uh, lamar jackson season and how he's doing uh in the 2020 season by your account bro all right. Um, Lamar Jackson, his, his season started off just hot. Uh, he was going crazy, um, getting at least like three to four touchdowns a game. Um, in those first three games, he, he was going wild. Then all of a sudden stuff kind of slowed up a bit. Um, Ravens, uh, them, their offense just as a whole, uh, it, it has been, we'll say, pretty inconsistent. Um, they had some high highs and then they had some low lows. And sometimes you almost just don't know what to expect. Um, early on in the season, uh, they were scoring like crazy in the first half of games. They were putting up a lot of points. Um, but the issue has started becoming the second half. What, what, what kind of offense were we going to get in the second half from the Baltimore Ravens? Um, and their offense just, they, they weren't scoring points. They were not scoring points, weren't getting touchdowns. Uh, field goals were at a minimum. They just were not scoring. Uh, and that led to them uh, setting new NFL records to where uh, they they were one of the first teams, well, I think the first team uh, in NFL history, I think through the first six games, to have had double-digit leads uh, mm-hmm. in every single game, uh, but to have lost three of them. Um, and it was crazy. It was crazy wow. just watching some of those meltdowns happen when they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, a lot of it was on the defense, but it was also on the offense, just not scoring three more points at the offense. And e- each one of those games would have just scored three more points. Ravens win. Um, they had a uh, 21 point lead on the Dolphins in the fourth quarter. Lost that. They had a um, 17 point lead on the Bills in the first half. Lost that uh, against the Giants. They had a 10 point lead with six minutes left. Yeah. Lost that. Um, and it, it can be credited to several different reasons. Um, but Lamar Jackson, uh, this season, I, I think he, he just really got to get his groove. Um, a lot of him just getting his groove back, I think, would be a lot has to do with, with play calling. Because um, a lot of times with the Baltimore Ravens in the passing game, um, a, a lot of the plays are just these long, slow developing deep, deep balls. Uh, and we've seen it so many times where the Ravens, when they run a more up-tempo type of offense, a more quick passing game type of offense, uh, they can get a lot more stuff done. And the offense looks a lot better when they do that. So hopefully in this game, they'll start off and finish like that and throwing some some uh, deep passes in there as well. Um, but another thing that with, with Lamar Jackson, uh, he's had some inconsistencies himself too. 
Right. Um, there have been some times where he just flat out has missed and has missed some guys, mm-hmm. uh, missed some throws down the field. Uh, and then there's some times where he's made the throws and his his players can't come up with a catch. Um, there's been a mix. The offensive line has been sort of up and down this year. Um, there was a point where early on this season, the pass blocking, they had looked good, but the run blocking was really bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, J.K. Dobbins, he came back for a little bit. Um, now he's he's on injury reserve for now. Uh, but then Gus Edwards, um, mm-hmm. our best running back on the team, he came back. Uh, but I I don't think he'll play in this game. He's doubtful with a mm-hmm. hamstring injury. I think they'll just rest him to play it safe because uh, we have the bye week after this game. Um, but our running game has been looking better. And our pass, the pass protection with the offensive line has been, been all right. It hasn't been bad. It hasn't been great, but it's been all right. Um, so as far as Lamar Jackson, man, uh, to make a, a long story long, uh, with Lamar Jackson, um, this is gonna this game is just it's a big game. This is a really big game because um just of the trajectory of where the Ravens are right now. Um we have a, a two-game winning streak. <laughs> I know that like that sounds sounds like like nothing, but for us That's it's great. big because Ravens literally every game this season, minus the last two. Mm-hmm. Then win, then lost, then win, then lost, then win, then lost. So to win two games in a row, that's big for us. So we're going to take mm-hmm. it all day. Um, and hopefully we can get three in a row. We'll see how it goes tomorrow night. But um, this is such a big game because this game could set the Ravens up and, and just to put them in a real good spot uh, heading into the bye week, especially since a lot of their players are not healthy right now. They're going to be missing some key guys in this game. Right. Um, but this, this will be a uh, – a big test for Lamar uh, because you're going up against um, a decent defense. I know the numbers don't always tell the story, but you, you got some playmakers on that side of the ball. Now is real quick. Is Marshawn Lattimore playing? No, he's out. Oh, that's big. That's real big. Cause yeah. I, I think I thought I heard that he was out, but I wasn't hundred percent sure. So yeah. he's out. He's out. What about Demario Davis? Demario is going to play. Okay. Davenport. Davenport is good. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, oh wow! I did. I, okay, Lattimore being out is big. I guess that kind of um, almost not necessarily levels the playing field, but with us, our, our number one receiver Bateman, he's at what well, he's right. out for the year though. Right. Um, y'all number one corner is out too. So okay, all right. But um, this with Bateman being out and Mark Andrews being out, this is gonna force uh, Lamar to really look at everybody. Because mm-hmm. uh, one thing with Lamar Jackson. Mark Andrews is out there on the field. Uh, mm-hmm. Mark Andrews, Lamar can get locked on on Mark Andrews a lot of times, mm-hmm. um, and he's a he's a great tight end. Don't get me right. wrong, um, but sometimes that can make Lamar sort of have tunnel vision. Um, so this is going to be a big game to see what other weapons end up stepping up. Yeah, indeed, and uh, yeah, we we missing Lattimore like you spoke about, but you guys missing some really good people. You talked about some of your running backs that you're missing. Um, in Bateman and Mark Andrews, that's big because that's uh, mm-hmm. like you said, that's Lamar's favorite weapon. So they got to develop somebody else. Who, who, are the, who would be those guys in your opinion that they go to? Now we know you guys did add Deshaun J- uh, uh, Jackson to your wide receiver core, and you got yeah. a, f- a few other guys there that also that a lot of people are big on. So who, in your opinion, steps it up offensively uh, for Baltimore? Yeah, that's a good question. They. They have to get uh, Devin Duvernay involved. Uh, he's number 13. He's a wide receiver uh, for the Ravens. And um, 
they got to find different ways to get him involved. You can't just use him just strictly as a wide receiver. Um, you have to use him as a receiver, as a running back, line him up in the slot, line him up outside, line him up in the backfield, have him in motion. You, you got to involve him a lot because when Devin DuVernay gets the ball in his hands, good thing happen. Good, good things happen. Uh, when he's consistently involved, good things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of my big concerns going into this game uh, is just the usage uh, of Devin DuVernay uh, in two different ways. One, because we've seen it before, uh, us Ravens fans, where Devin DuVernay, will he have a great game, make a big impact. They'll use him in so many different ways, and then the following week, they won't hardly use him at all. Um, so last week against the Bucks, they use him in all kinds of ways. They use him as a running back. They use him, uh, they threw screens to him. They did the jet sweeps with him. They obviously use him as a receiver too. Um, so we're hoping that this time isn't like the last time where he went off one game and then the next game he was just silent. Uh, so Devin DuVernay will be big. And also um, at tight end, uh, Isaiah Likely, mm-hmm. who had his biggest game of the season last year. Um I mean, excuse me, not last year, last week uh, against the Bucks, because Mark Andrews, he wasn't 100%, and he ended up coming out of the game early on, and it was Isaiah Likely's time to step up. Um, and Isaiah Likely, in the preseason, he was like a preseason star. He was going crazy in the preseason this year. Uh, but then in the regular season, it was, was kind of quiet. Uh, there was some drops. There was some miscommunications between him and Lamar. He just – he wasn't getting it um, all up until last week. Last week, he really showed – uh, showed us that preseason Isaiah Likely. So now with him getting the start, him having prepared this whole week as a starter since Mark Andrews didn't practice all week, um, and and Mark Andrews officially being declared out of this game uh, mm-hmm. today, uh, this could be a big game uh, for Isaiah Likely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm kind of looking at him, man. Like I said, I caught. I was talking before the show. I was like, yeah, I scouted Likely, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's fantastic, man. It's, and what you got there, it's going to take a little time, but he's definitely very – he got a lot of potential, man, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. So that's a good pickup by Baltimore. You, you, the offensive line, you do have Staley back there, mm-hmm. and he's a big part of the success that, you know, that goes into protecting Lamar. Mm-hmm. Let's talk talk about that. I know we you 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 talked about Likely and Devin DuVernay, who also mm-hmm. scouted – that dude is terrific, man. You're talking about speed, pure speed, man. You're right to tr- want to add him into as many different areas of the offense as you can. Right. Wide receiver, running mm-hmm. back, just to get him in space uh, against right. guys, man. That 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 guy's speed is just uh, amazing. Uh, Devin DuVernay mm-hmm. is one of my favorite college guys we scouted. Um, so give me a, your thoughts, quick thoughts on your offensive line with Staley being the footprint there. I know he's the, the blindside blocker for Lamar. How good is that Ravens offensive line? Do you think that I know they're keeping them? Uh, they do a pretty decent job. I'm looking at the statistics on it, uh, the sacks percentage and, and whatnot. But talk to me about that offensive line for the Ravens. How good are they? They've been getting better. Uh, I say mm-hmm. they've been getting better every week, especially with, with Ronnie Stanley being back. Mm-hmm. Um, those Ravens fans, we, we miss Ronnie Stanley big time. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I wasn't sure how this season was going to be for Ronnie Stanley. Um, going into this season, I felt like anything that we were to get out of Ronnie Stanley this year uh, would and should be considered a bonus um, because last year uh, he he played in one game. He wasn't even healthy that game, and then he missed the rest of the year. He played in week one last year and missed the remainder of the season. Um, then he had a couple of surgeries last year as well, so I just wasn't sure uh, if he would get back uh, this year. And even if he got back, 
uh, how well he would be in his return. But Ronnie Stanley has been really good. Uh, his first couple of games, they had him on a pitch count, but now he he's pretty much just out there uh, 24-7, full-time. Um, and he has just we, – we, I talked about how the, the offensive line early on this season, they have been really inconsistent. And there's still been some inconsistencies here and there, uh, even after Ronnie's been back, but he has made them a lot better overall. And I think that he's been a um, a big part and one of the big reasons why the, the running game has picked up a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, a whole lot uh, over the past couple of games. So having Ronnie Stanley back and having Ronnie Stanley healthy, uh, that's key to to the Ravens' offense. Yeah, indeed, bro. I'm keeping all that operating from that left tackle position, man. And I was watching film on him. He's serious stuff, man. So yeah, a bit, but I was looking at the rest of the guys that you have, like Zittler. I know he came over from uh, Cincinnati. He was over there, and then Mo- Morgan Moses, another dude that's pro- that's playing pretty decently. Ben Powers and Lindenbaum. So, I mean, that that they have to be able to protect them. And the, the thing about the Saints defense that we know that over the last several years, one of the Achilles heels of the Saints defense was the fact that they had the inability to uh, protect or guard against a mobile threat. Now, Lamar yeah. Jackson is the antithesis of that. He's the guy that when we think about mobile quarterbacks, he comes to mind. And he's he's really good outside the pocket and in. We just simply can't have that. So we didn't perform as well against Kyler Murray, who's another little speed demon and some of the more mobile threats early, even against a guy like Marcus Mariota, who's not even half of what uh, Lamar Jackson is. But that is the, the the focal point of the Saints defense, which is the strength of the team. They set the the uh, the they set the I guess the mindset or the, uh, the, 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 the they put the footprint on the game of how things are supposed to trend. That's why we kind of took off against the Raiders. If they can do that. Uh, we have some success. They have to set that going. Let's kind of talk about, let's move over to the defense. And we all added Roquan Smith. Right. Roquan Smith to the mixture along with Pat Queen. Uh, what do you think he brings? I know he's the NFL. Well, he was the NFL top tackler. I think he still is now. But it, well, we'll see. I have to check the stats. But he's at last year, yeah, last week, he's still up there. Right. And he's phenomenal, man. What does he bring with the, with the Ravens defense next to Pat Queen? think he will just bring consistently i mean excuse me consistency uh in the middle of that of that defense um at inside linebacker going into this season uh one of my biggest question marks for the baltimore ravens uh it was at the wide receiver position and it was also at inside linebacker mm-hmm. um patrick queen overall this year he's been good certainly has some inconsistencies with tackling uh, we're just missing some plays, um, but the game seems like it, it's slowing down a bit for him. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing with Patrick Queen, though, they've had him as the guy uh, at inside linebacker, so the Mike linebacker, um, but that wasn't what he did uh, at LSU. Um, mm-hmm. So there have been some times where it just seems like maybe he's a little bit overwhelmed, a little bit uncomfortable at, at that position, and then Ravens have seemed like they've been uncomfortable uh, with him at that position. Uh, that's why this offseason they went hard to try to go uh, sign Bobby Wagner. Obviously didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, then they went and they brought back Josh Bynes uh, again. Um, so, but Patrick Queen overall, he's he's been having a he's been having a, a better than solid season. Um, but this trade for Roquan Smith it gives us somebody who's a consistent tackler, um, and this will allow Patrick Queen um, to move to the uh, wheel linebacker, so he can have a little more freedom now. And one thing that um one area where Patrick Queen really excels at uh, is blitzing. Um, so yeah. now that he'll sort of 
be pushed to the side a bit, um, he'll be able to be that blitzer a lot more frequently. He'll be able to be out in space a lot more. And I'm just I'm looking forward to seeing them both on the field at the same time and just seeing how they complement each other. Now with Roquan Smith, um, it may hey, it may take a quarter and a half or whatnot, but I'm I'm hoping like by the <laughs> second quarter or third quarter he he settles in. It's like okay, I I got this defense thing down with the Ravens, and um, hopefully he can pick up right where he left off uh, with Chicago. Uh, and just just making plays, straight up making plays, and having somebody like that uh, in the middle of the defense, the the nucleus of the defense, that just it helps everybody else around, uh, and it makes just everybody else's job uh, that much easier. Uh, but specifically, Patrick Queen. Um, I remember last year uh, when Patrick Queen was struggling the most. One thing that he talked about uh, was him just trying to do his job, but him thinking about having to do other other people's jobs as well and him not mm-hmm. focusing so much on what he had to do, but focusing on what other people had to do as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you bring in a Roquan Smith, mm-hmm. that allows Patrick Queen to settle down, uh, to hone in on his craft and, and his responsibilities uh, and just, again, play more comfortably and play more free. Yeah, indeed, man. I, I know what you mean, my brother. We got two really good ones. Uh, Demario Davis, obviously. Gives us Damn, that. I, I love Demario Davis, man. And Pete Werner, Pete Werner out of Ohio State, man. His understudy mm-hmm. has done a phenomenal job and has outperformed Demario Davis statistically. And it's the Saints' top tackle, and I think he is inside of, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Pete Werner is in the top five in tackles, maybe oh, top three. I'm gonna have to check that. my stats last time I checked. He's up there too. So yeah, this guy gets after you, man. So yeah, they set the tone uh, uh, from the linebacker perspective. I'm looking, and for us, Cam Jordan is our guy. He's the top sacker. You got Davenport. Mm-hmm who's starting to get busy and fire off then. We had Peyton uh, Turner, who was our former first-round draft pick that's a part of our NASCAR package. We had we seen success because those guys, they weren't all there. And I think that, that was a part of it. Peyton Turner missed a, a handful of games. Marcus Davenport was there, but he wasn't getting the sacks. But you start to see those guys revving up. And then the NASCAR package for the Saints against the Ra- uh, Raiders really got off, and they kind of really made it difficult on cars, shut them down, made them look really awful. They're going to try to want to try to duplicate that with Lamar Jackson. Lots, it's a lot more difficult. So yeah. from, from your perspective, we're looking at the defense, and I'm saying I see guys there. Uh, Kalias Campbell, is mm-hmm. he's pretty good at, at Arizona. Is Kalias still up to that, having up that level of play with you guys, or is it kind of teetered off? Who's who's your top it, uh, rusher on the defensive end? I know y'all operate that, what, 3-4, and y'all use a modified nickel, same as us? The it, would be, nickel. it would be Justin Houston. Um, Calais Campbell, he he's he's solid. He, he's good. He's not what he used to be. And a lot of times, he's a, he's an older veteran, so he, he comes off mm-hmm. the field a lot. He gets tired, uh, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Justin Houston, that would be our top uh, rusher. Um, Adafi away, uh, he's in his second year. Um, and this game, we are getting uh, Tyus Bowser back, who was our probably yep. our best pass rusher overall last year. Uh, so that should be interesting. David Ajabo, um, I, I'm not sure if he'll play in this game or not. Uh, we really won't know till tomorrow, but Tyus Bowser, he'll definitely be playing. Um, just that with Calais Campbell, um, he's somebody that, man, he, he's just so tall, man. He like six, eight, six, nine, I think. And he has these, these long arms, these crazy long arms. So when he grabs that running back, trying to make a play and just wraps them up, uh, it, it's one of the best things to see. Uh, to see him making plays at his age, um, and and then with Justin Houston, with Justin Houston it, it, it was tricky. It was um, it's like a 
not a not a gift and a curse, but it's one of those things where it's like he is our bad our best pass rusher. He's been our best pass rusher this season, but I just wish that he wouldn't have had to be our best pass rusher this season. Uh, because our, our young guys just haven't been uh getting it done consistently. Um, so again, hopefully this could be a game where a lot of the young guys step up uh, at the pass rush position. No matter the occasion, whether it's a date or a family holiday outing, daytime ice skating at Cameron Run Regional Park is sure to delight. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria, skate on the outdoor rink and stay warm with hot chocolate or make s'mores over a fire pit. This unique winter experience is only available for a limited time. Open daily December 18th through 30th and weekends in January and February. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, but real quick, speaking of pass rush, I, I, I got to take you back to 2018, man. Okay. Um, to 20, April of 2018. The end of April in 2018. That's draft time. Um, I remember watching the draft. I was in Chicago. My wife's family is from Chicago, so we was up there. Um, and I remember watching. And the Saints, it was late, it was late, late, late on in the draft, in, in the first round. And the Saints, they traded like a boatload of picks. And, man, I, I was so scared that y'all were going to get Lamar. I was scared, man. I really was. But then they were like, oh, the Saints, they drafted. I think that's when they drafted Marcus Davenport, I believe. That's exactly what happened. And, boy, I, I, oh my, I, I, I was so happy. I was so, I was so happy, and then later on, uh, yeah, Ravens they end up getting Hayden Hurst. Then a little bit later on, they end up getting Lamar. But uh, yeah, when you was just talking about Marcus Davenport, that just reminded me of that story. I just had to share it, man. Hey, bro, let me tell you something. Uh, that pick to me, you know, it's the Lamar pick because when you seen the Saints do that, they moved up, and I was like. Who else you going to move up like that to get if it's not Lamar? Lamar had slid all the way to that point. I was like, we about to mm-hmm. go and get him. We had Drew Brees at the time, but we had we needed an understudy to Drew Brees, which Damn. Lamar would have been perfect. Yeah. He would have been absolutely perfect in the Saints and Sean Payton system. I, th- but, I think you. I think he would have been better than what he is now. Oh, yes. Yes. He, he, the, you had that quarterback-friendly system and Sean Payton mentoring him. That that would have been something that we'd have been tearing up the league right now. Mm-hmm. But then the call was made, and then it ended up to be some guys like who? Some guy out of University of Texas at, at San Antonio. That Marcus Davenport, and we was like, what the hell? <laughs> what the? And then it, it was like almost like to a point. I thought, man, Coach Payton is trolling us because he'll tell all these stories. He he's a chatty, he's a chatty caddy now. He's getting on everybody's <laughs> show and he's talking about, oh well, I tell you, let me tell you about the time when I almost drafted uh, uh your boy uh Mahone, Patrick Mahone. Let me tell you about that time. Uh, oh, yeah, I so, think I, mean, I heard about that. You one. see what I'm saying? So he got all kind of little stories right now that really seems kind of good to him. He, he can laugh about them, but they wasn't too good to us. We really <laughs> wanted we really wanted Lamar Jackson, bro, to, to be a saint, man, but it didn't work that way. We the Patrick Mahomes thing, the Saints had an opportunity to get him if they really wanted him. They let what you call it, Kansas City jump ahead of him. 
the Lamar thing, they passed him up for Davenport. Davenport has not performed up to that level. He had last year, he had nine sacks, but that's the one, the, his best year. This season, the last year of his contract. Mm-hmm. And guys are saying, Q, Q you should have kept Trey Hendrickson. He's balling with Cincinnati right now. So if you'd have drafted Lamar, you still would have had Hendrickson. Hendrickson come along. You know, all this is in retrospect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I know Baltimore was happy that they got Lamar Jackson, man. But we got to thank the Ravens, man, because you guys and Jim Harbaugh sent us Will Lutz. We was playing musical chairs for many years. And John Harbaugh was the one that called Sean Payton because they really was close. And he told him, I got a kicker for you because obviously he couldn't beat out Justin Tucker. Come on, at the time. So he said, I got a kicker for you. And ever since then, the guy's been doing a very good job for us. Mm -hmm. So we owe the Ravens a lot for sending Will Lutz down here, no doubt about it. But speaking hey, to somebody hey. we sent to you, we sent Marcus really? Williams to you. Oh, man. Marcus with like, man, I was, when Ravens signed Marcus Williams, um, I was shocked because with the Ravens, when it comes to them signing free agents, um, they normally, especially for big money, like, because they signed into a five-year, $70 million deal. Yes. They don't normally sign free agents going into their prime that are, that are outside guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was just shocked at, at the deal. Um, and I, but I was happy with it. I'm like, okay, yeah. wow, they're getting a guy who's going into his prime. Um, and I know I saw, I think it was like PFF or something. I don't know. P, PFF can be kind of funny, but, um, yeah. PFF was like, oh, every Marcus Williams has a good year every other year. They're like, well, you have a good year, then have a bad year. Then have a good year, then a bad year. But anyway, um, Marcus Williams was phenomenal for us this year. He was phenomenal. I, I I was so hurt when he got hurt with his with his wrist yeah. injury, um, and I'm like, man, this dude he had been killing it, man. And he he was exactly what we needed uh, at that free safety position. He was just playing out of this world. Um, so it, it's it sucks that he's not going to be playing in this game. Um, because I, I I'm sure I know this one would have been extra special to him. Yeah. Um, but when he gets back. That's gonna be a, a beautiful thing, especially because the defense they they've been playing better, they've been clicking uh, as the season has gone along. Um, but to have Marcus Williams be added to what the defense has recently been doing, I uh, would be a beautiful thing. But yeah, he he had been playing great. Yeah, that, and that's another question, bro. Like we talk about the secondary man and guys that I see, I know about Marlon Humphrey, and y'all got gave him a big payday, Marcus right. Marcus Peters. Is also that I think he's dealing with an injury as well. Kyle Hamilton was a guy that y'all picked with the first round pick. He kind of struggling a bit to pick up with you guys, but you know I scouted him too, and I think Kyle Hamilton. You know we'll see how he looks, but I I thought you, you got a player right there. It might take a little time to get him right. I think I got Chuck Clark and those guys sitting up ahead of him. So thoughts mm-hmm. on your secondary, my friend? Secondary overall, um, they've been getting better. Uh, last week. They um they could have had a great week against the Bucks. They had a good week, but it could have been great because they dropped at least four picks. I mean, they do play on defense; they're not wide receivers, so the drops hurt a little bit less. But they they still hurt because those are game changing plays, uh, especially against um, Tom Brady. Uh, but the 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 secondary overall, they have been uh, pretty good. Um, early on, they had a lot of mistakes. A lot of mental mistakes, um, but they shuffled some guys around. Uh, there was a, a rookie, uh, Jalen Armour Davis, who they they end up like – he had – it was week three. 
he he I don't think he's played since week three. They they've been having him as a healthy scratch because uh, I know he struggled a lot. So um and Kyle Hamilton they've uh it's it's been weird because as a first round pick you think like all right first round picks are usually plug and play guys especially right. a defensive player with the Ravens who's a defensive team um but Kyle Hamilton he just he hadn't been out there too much um and I think the Ravens were really just trying to figure out what the best possible way to use him uh would be. So with Kyle Hamilton, he's um he's been looking better. Uh it's it's one of those it's, it's sort of a slow process. Uh but it's better to be a slow process than no process at all. <laughs> um so he's been progressing um slowly but surely. So uh, hope hopefully that will continue. Um uh, I mean obviously it has to continue. That's your first round pick. You don't just pick a guy in the first round and be like, "Oh well, we hope it works out." No. You got to mm-hmm. make this thing happen. Um but Chuck Clark, he's been all right this year. Marlon Humphrey has been great. Uh, I think his worst game of the season uh, came last week against Mike Evans. And, I mean, that it is Mike Evans, but still. Um, well, I, you know, Marshawn Lattimore, he, he ain't worried about Mike Evans. I know he usually locked Mike Evans down every time Saints play the Bucks, But right. um, Marlon Humphrey, besides that game last week, he, he has been having a great season. Uh, Marcus Peters, um, he's been having a good season, too. Uh, and Ravens secondary, uh, yeah, overall, they've they they, they they've been pretty good. There have been some times where they, they would give up a lot of yards. But over the past, like, four, five, six games, they've they really been slowing down. Uh, some pretty good quarterbacks, like Josh Allen. They held him to, I think, under, like, 230 yards passing. Uh, Joe Burrow, they held him to, like, under 230 yards passing. Um, and who else? They uh, Oh, Tom Brady. They uh they held him to under what was it under two fifty I think, but because early on in the season they were giving up a lot of y'all they were giving up like these three hundred yard passing games but they've been they've been gelling a lot mm-hmm. more and and they are playing under a new defensive coordinator so it's right. been a learning process but it's it's starting to seem like all right these dudes are really starting to get it now. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the defense, man, and I'm like looking at all that talent. Kyle Hamilton, six full, 220 pound safety you got there. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he gets online, man, Marlon Humphreys is a player. We know about Pat Queen. Justin Houston's is a guy that's been doing it for years. Roquan Smith's a player. You got JPP there, Calias, and several other players that uh, reserves that are pretty decent too, like Josh Baines. And uh, you look at, you, talk, you mentioned Bowser and several others, man. That opportunity to look at some of these guys, the Ravens, man, they they have some players on the defense. So uh, that's something we have to look out for. Talk to me about keys uh, to the game, to Baltimore's victory. What are the keys to victory for Baltimore to win the game against the Saints? Mm. Um, put up points. Uh, and I mean, that's very cliche, but I would say put up points because your defense should be able to put you in a good position. Uh, to where they should be able to hold it down, especially just all the the talent that they have on defense, and then adding Roquan Smith on top of everything that they had already. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can put up points consistently uh, mm-hmm. and from early, um, then the defense should be able to hold it down for you. Uh, so that would be one um, tackling. Tackling uh, would be huge because. You know, Alvin Kamara, he's going to get his – he's going to get his carries. He's going to get his catches. Um, you know, Saints like to keep him super involved. Yes. So, tackling is, is of the essence because – and then with Chris Olave, too. He's healthy, right? Yes. I know Michael Thomas, he's he done for the year, but Chris yeah. Olave, he's good to go. Right. But um, is Jarvis – what's up with Jarvis Landry? Is he back He's yet? playing. He's playing. Oh, okay. 
right. Yeah. So um, tackling will be of the essence uh, because you don't want some, especially somebody like Chris Olave, man, somebody slippery like that. You don't want to miss a tackle because he could take a five-yard catch. You miss a tackle, you end up taking it for the house. Yep. Yeah, you don't want nothing like that to happen. Well, I know y'all want something like that to happen, but we don't want something like that to happen. Um, so ta- tackling will be key. And I really think uh eliminating the um the screenplays. Because screenplays, boy, they they have been a struggle uh with the Ravens for years. Um over the past couple of games, they've been getting better overall at defending them. Um, but you want to continue that. You want to maintain that level of consistency of stopping those screen plays because, and really just the, the, the short passing game, the, the the passing plays where the quarterback will pass it at the line of scrimmage to whoever. Um, you, you just want to stop that, the yak. You don't want to give up the yak. That's what I would say are the right. three keys to the game. Okay, yeah, that's, that's well said, bro, because I, I feel like uh, the keys to victory for the black and gold. Man, number one, it's going to be we we have to be able to run the ball effectively. And I was looking at some of the rush stats and according to what uh, I'm seeing here, they're very productive against the run. Uh, according to uh, what ESPN post and uh, Ravens defense is holding teams at 97 and a half yards per game. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, I mean, that that's pretty that's pretty formidable. And they're saying they're giving up two, uh, 285.6 through there. So, according to these stats, it's saying that you could throw on the Ravens, just not run on them. Mm-hmm. But the, the key to it is, and of course, you guys know Andy Dalton all so well for playing against uh, him for many years. So you this is something that we that can't uh go without being said. Ooh. Daniel Wilcox, bro, who we had to make an appearance on the show, uh who former Raven uh title, tight Daniel end, right? Wilcox. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he spoke about that. He made mention of that fact. We talked about knowing the tendencies of Dalton, even though most some of the players don't probably remember him, but the coaches most certainly do knows his know his tendencies, mm-hmm. what he can do and what he can't do. So that's what I was saying. The, the, the effort is the Saints will have to run on the Baltimore Ravens. They have to run on them and do their best to control the clock and keep Lamar Jackson off the field. It's like how we used to treat Peyton Manning back in the day when Peyton would get on the field. The best way to defend against guys like Peyton Manning, those really good quarterbacks, is to control the clock by using the running game to steal uh, offensive reps away from the team, kind of suffocate them that way. So uh-huh. we're going to have to test that running attack that the Ravens pose, which is going to be a physical game. So I think yeah. – Next key will be out physical the Ravens. Now, defensively and offensively, you have to win the line of scrimmage from both sides of when you're on defense versus when you're on offense. That's something. Not turning the ball over and and making the catches. That would be some of my keys. I got plenty more, but I think those are the (laughs) pressing ones that we have to do. But talk to me about this, my brother. Uh, Mentioning Andy Dalton, Mm -hmm. what do you think about Andy Dalton in the Saints offense? I always say, like, um, going against a, a, a backup quarterback, and I know the, the the quarterback situation with the Saints is is weird right now. Mm-hmm. I know Jameis Winston was a starter, and then he got benched, and now it's Andy Dalton. He got hurt, right. and then he then he stayed on the bench, and now it's Andy Dalton. Right. But um, I feel like go, going when you go up against backup quarterbacks, 
they are some of the most dangerous quarterbacks to play. Um, because I feel like Andy Dalton's got to be looking at the situation with New Orleans and thinking like and knowing like, OK, I'm, I'm not the future here. Uh, I, I'm not going to be their long term solution at quarterback. So it's almost like he has nothing to lose. Uh, and when you play against somebody that doesn't have anything to lose, those are some of the most dangerous people to go up against. And that's really just in life in general. Um, but with Andy Dalton, we know he's not scared of the Ravens defense. Like he's, he's very, he's going up against them a lot of times, obviously when he was with the Bengals, um, he has given us a lot of heartbreak over the years. Um, we gave something to him too. Mm -hmm. Uh, but Andy Dalton is going to go at this thing like, Hey, I, I ain't worried about these guys. Uh, but it's, that's why it's so important that Ravens, that the pass rush, they, they get to him. Um, in the secondary, just be ready for it all. I think um, Geno Stone, uh, the safety, who's yeah. playing in place of uh, Marcus Williams, yeah. I think this will be a big test for him. Because um, I think Andy Dalton's going to try it, man. He, he's going to try it. Uh, he's going to know, oh, yeah, that's not Marcus Williams back there, so let, let me try it. Um, so I think it's important that the Ravens secondary, um, I believe they will get tested a lot. Uh, in this game for sure. Uh, and since you, you mentioned Jarvis Landry, he's going to be back, um, which is big. Uh, the way he's going to be playing, which is big. And, and Alave is that's, and again, like we mentioned earlier, Alvin Kamara too, because Saints, they they love to throw to Alvin Kamara. Yeah. He's like Taysom a running back, Hill. a receiver. Uh, Taysom Hill, yeah, the yes. Mr. Do It All too. So mm -hmm. yeah, um, Raven just got to be ready for it all, man. Because like, I feel like Andy Dalton just going to throw everything at him because it's like, what what does he have to lose? Yeah, and true indeed, bro. I mean, it's been a really strange circumstance mm -hmm. in who that nation dealing with the quarterback situation. They gave 20 something million to, you know, guarantee, well, not guarantee, but the contract to Jameis to be mm -hmm. the quarterback. And then Jameis is hurt. He gets hurt during the season after rehabbing from injuries off the season, you know. And then next thing you know, four broken vertebrae in his back. He gets a tendon tear or something. And, you know, the next game after the Atlanta game, and then he's not healthy. They have to pull him. And then several games down the line is every game, the game, the accident, Dennis Allen, who's the quarterback, Jameis, he says Jameis is 100% healthy, which it can't be unless, I don't know, you got some kind of weird elixir that you gave him that healed him magically because people don't usually heal from four broken vertebrae mm -hmm. in a month and, and some change. It usually takes, uh, you know, a lot longer than that. So he misspoke on that. And then ultimately last week he spoke about it and he said, hey, listen, it's going forward. This is Andy Dalton's because we like, you know, whatever crap that he says. So he kind of has a, a mixed feel here. We support him because he's the coach, but he's still learning the right way how to operate things. And it's, he seems to it's kind of picking up. It's slow at it, but you can see it's kind of picking up. So they found the running attack. They love running the ball. And I think that's something that we share uh, the Ravens and the Saints share. They kind of mirror each other philosophy wise and so far as running the football and playing defense and not turning the ball over i think that's something that they both share uh you do score predictions my bro yeah i, I don't mind doing one what you uh, think what you, what you got here i am gonna go 26 20 ravens 26 20 
I, I, I think we I, I, early on in the week, I said 27, 24. I think it'll be a close game. Saints. I think it's, it's, it'll be a close affair. I think it'll be a physical game. I don't, I don't anticipate it being a blowout because yeah, both of these teams are going to be battling each other. And like you said, Baltimore really wants it. And the saints are like uh, trying to get back into the lead in the NFC South, trying to get that guys keep losing ahead of us. Tampa Bay won the day, uh, Oh, they won. Beat, they beat the Rams. I turned weirdly. that game off. Yeah, they 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 come back and they beat the Rams. A lot of the family members I've been looking at the chat saying that some cheatery was going on. So that's what <laughs> they're saying. So I mean, but anyway, Atlanta they lost, so they're four and five. And if we can, when we get this, or you know, the Saints have to play well against Baltimore at home yeah. to get the victory. This is going to be a really good team, man. And let's see if we can do it. So once again, my brother, thank you for joining us and, and dropping some sure. signs, bro. Talk to the people about where they can find your platform. Hey, thank thank you again for having me on. Um, okay. you, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram, even Facebook too. Uh, everything is Engraven Vids. It's I N G R A V E N V I D S. Uh, fans of all team are definitely welcome. Uh, I'm a Ravens fan, but a lot of times we just talk football in general on there, uh, and we have a lot of fun in the process. So come through if it's for you. Cool, that's great. Stay. If it's not for you, that's fine, too. I appreciate any time that you spent uh, watching the channel. So much love to you. I appreciate what you're doing here. And, and again, shout out to that fire intro song. Man. I think I'm, I'm about to, after we finish, I'm going to run it back and listen to it again. Just, just to hear it again. Because I loved it, man. But I appreciate you. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you, bro. And if you can, man, you can feel free, my brother, anytime after the uh, the game, feel free to pop up on the recap stream or if you, however you want. You can get your, your thoughts on the game, win, lose, or draw. All right, I appreciate that, man. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. And thank all you guys out there for the super chats and the, and the cash apps and everything. Feel free to hit the like button. Hit the like button. Feel free to share the stream on your social media feed. And I'm going to holler at you on the flip side. Once again, shout out to you, my brother. <laughs> you don't have to run it back. I'm about to run it. Uh, oh, okay, perfect. Three. There we go. So shout out to the family. We're going to holler at you all later. <laughs> Peace. And who that? Yeah. Huh? Boogie like prison. I'm a who that? I'm a who that? Long as I'm living, I'm a who that? I'm a who that? Lose all winning, I'm a who that Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that Where we do that, where we do that Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that Boogie like this and I'm a who that Sports coma, this is where we do that Welcome, welcome, welcome Somebody please better help Running this thing like elf Thank God every day I'm not a felt Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped Been marching in, that was way for the ring I was yelling out your shame for the championship Fucking on town, duck down Falcons, pluck, get shut down Panthers ain't much touchdown The vision really belong to us now So much hate on the Saints, you can probably tell Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL When things seem fishy, then you probably smell The crooked referees are Roger Goodell Fuck yeah. like this and I'm a who that Every day I'm living, I'm a who that Lose all winning, I'm a who that It's the sports coma, this is where we do that Where we do that at where we do that, eh? Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, eh? Boogie like this and I'm a who that? It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
Pro Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath, bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps the platform continue to grow. Check out the Pro Shop and who that too. The who that daily.com. That's right. The who that daily.com. Your one stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelicans, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, who that daily.com is your site. The who that daily.com for the sport who that in all of us. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.